When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Hannah Jones, wife, daughter, journalist and professional fatty. Someone who's been overweight her entire life and has just had weight loss surgery. You're listening to my new podcast, Heavy, a place for my big and thin friends to tell their stories about incredible weight loss or how they finally found their happy, whatever size that is. And I'll also get to talk to some of the experts who helped them get there. So come on in, grab whatever you want to eat or drink, wear elasticated trousers if you want to. I promise, absolutely no judgments in my house. Up until very recently, I was never attracted to the idea of burlesque. And it had nothing to do with the fact that I didn't think they made champagne glasses big enough to get my backside in. Then I met showgirl extraordinaire Fufu Labelle, who teaches women to strut, slink and strip their way into thinking they're sexy and glamorous, whatever their size. But I didn't take Fu's word for it. I also met one of her burly girls, Emma Thomas, who's gone from a shy size 22 who got undressed under a tarpaulin to someone who now takes her kit off in front of strangers. Now, I got an admission, right? I've never been to burlesque, but my husband has. He went to one in Swansea, he came home and he said, a great night, all the food groups were there, you should go, you'd love it. So can you tell me, Stephanie, what is burlesque and why would I love it? Well, it's it's very hard to define burlesque and what burlesque means as a single word, Um, but I would say broadly it means satire and it is um, maybe jading something or maybe making something um, so things are not quite what they seem. They almost feel like there are two sort of sides of burlesque. We've got this kind of American burlesque and we've got the European burlesque. The American burlesque is a lot more showgirly. You're getting all the rhinestone costumes, you get the whole sort of Dita Von Tees look. It's coming more from sort of showgirls, strip clubs, hoochie-coochie dancers, and it's... Maybe the burlesque, what people think about, oh my God, you're a stripper. But there's also the European sort of element and the British element, which is we've got the whole end of the pier, we've got the um, the Benny Hill, the... Um, is it carry-on burlesque? Yes, we've got all that. So I mean, the, the gig, one of my, um, the last gig I did, one of my most sort of popular routines at the moment is I come out as a caterpillar as a caterpillar along the floor as you do in a massive play tunnel with great big tassels all down the front and I come out massive all my stuff is almost drag massive blue wig big flowers and I come out and it's hello everybody hello everybody and I'm trying to get out of my chrysalis trying to get out of my you know my 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 caterpillar being and then I do and I become a beautiful butterfly a big lit up butterfly so 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 it's it's kind of you know comedy it's satire it's it's very fun. Um, you've also got that whole sort of European, quite dark, um, almost when you think of Cabaret the Musical, that kind of slightly gender-bending, is she, isn't she, 
um, kind of very sort of, you know, which is quite political and quite, um, you know, there's, so there's a massive, when you say burlesque, it's, it's all those things and all the little bits in between. So it's not necessarily then um, having an R small enough to fit into a Perspex champagne glass a la Dittafantis. No. No. Because no. yeah, I, I, I ain't got one of them. No. It's, 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 all, it's all body shapes. It's all genders. It's all sexualities. But you've got to be entertaining. Yeah? So it doesn't... You've got to have, be a strong performer who holds the audience and has actually... Has, without sounding deep and meaningful, but... Oh, please, go on. ...has a message. I mean, one of the lovely things about burlesque is you can go out, out and make up a routine. So my next routine is called Human Inside, and it's all going to be about um, AI and automation and the oncoming uh, sort of, you know, robot age, which is, which is coming. But it's a comedy. It'll, again, it's me. It'll be a comedy act. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's, I can be very quick to make a, an artistic... Um, piece about that subject. I can do that in a month. Whereas if I was doing a theatre piece, it, I'd have to go up for funding, I'd have to get my writers, I'd have, it would be a ma- really long process to think, hey, this is happening now, this, I'm on the zeitgeist with this, I want to do something about it now. I can make up a burlesque routine and do it next week about that. Whereas if it was going to be a long arts project, it would take me months to kind oh, of even get it off the ground don't give a shit about an arts project what i want to know about is how you make burlesque out of braces bread okay because so I, I tell you what when i read that and i saw it i was laughing my head off braces bread actually it's warburton's i'm, using I'm so one. sorry how could i get it wrong it's okay. actually warburton's other breads are available other breads are available and i did that in bath on friday night and i actually had the bath a um Somebody commentated on it. Commentated on who was a sports. He was the sports person for a Bath radio station, and he got in touch with me on Twitter saying, "Why this was just so funny." Bath, of course, being a big rugby place, so it went down. They, of course, they got the Warburton's joke, um, and they completely, you know, they, they, you know, they got it completely. So that's my bread of heaven act, which I kind of think sometimes I may get stoned for. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it's brilliant. I That's just love the fact concept. I, I'm stripping to Bryn Turville and I think... Um, well, who wouldn't? You know, there's a life goal there, isn't there? I was in a room once and he sang um, an El- like Elvis <laughs> Presley. Well, no. <laughs> I was, it was me and him in St. David's Hotel, a tray of cakes and him singing um, Suspicious Minds by Elvis Presley. Mm-hmm. I was in my oils. I would have stripped for him if he'd asked. He didn't, sadly. But mm-hmm. no, I, I did know about burlesque then, of course. Mm-hmm. How... Does burlesque, and I, I'm, I'm sat here looking at you, Stephanie, now, and I should explain to people listening that we've got two people with us. We've got Stephanie, how do you say it? Gwan. Gwan. Do you know what? Gorn. I'm going to stick to your stage name, yeah. Fufu the Bell. The bell. I can pronounce that, yeah. Fun. And we've got one of your birdie girls, um, Emma Thomas. Now, mm-hmm. I'm saying birdie girls because you described yourself to me as that Emma. You said yeah. that you were one of Fufu's birdie girls, okay? Yeah. So we've got two of you here because I want to find out how burlesque can free people of feeling a little bit tied down by their bodies to, I don't know, just feeling better about yourself. So I want to kind of explore that with the both of you. So how, how Stephanie, do you get from being, what, a size six or whatever it is to helping people who aren't a size six feel better? How, how can it help you? Because frankly, I would get dre- undressed under a tarpaulin if I could. Do you know what I mean, Emma? Oh, yes. 
that's a familiar feeling. Yeah, I, yes. th- I, I think everybody's got their demons when it comes to um, uh, body image. And we've all been through things um, that... Have sort of taken us to this point now so when people come through the door I teach everybody and very much teach everybody the same I personally don't want to categorize myself as a slim performer or any as or somebody else as a, um, a transitioning lady or a queer person or a, mm. a, a fat person there's there's a lot of this going on this kind of identity politics and I, I don't like it I think we all should be in it together so I treat really everybody the same so burlesque, in that respect, is totally inclusive. My burlesque is totally inclusive. European yeah. foo-foo burlesque well, is totally inclusive. You see, we, we are, why I'm sort of saying this, we, ha- we have got to the situation now where you're actually getting fat-less courses. What? Fat-less? Fat yeah, so what, own, people, people who are only over a certain um, size who are going, you're getting queer-less, which is people who are only identify as this and that. Now... Why you less? Know. Why not fat more? I, I'm sorry, I don't and understand. And why not thin less? You know, it's, it's, it's kind of where do we stop with this? So I don't like this whole identity politics thing. I like to, I think, really, you know, as soon as you start categorising and splitting people up, you're getting problems. I think it's much more about bringing everybody together. So whatever shape or size, uh, whatever age, you know, I'm, I'm, an, I'm an older performer now. Um, and there's a lot of, you know, when I go to do shows, I'm often the oldest person in the dressing room by... By decades, and that's that's a thing, you know. That re- and I often get, oh, so you're fufu Labelle because you know I don't, I not, I'm not, ma- you know, I get that. I get a people, wow, you you don't look like on your website. You don't, look, and it's like no, because actually I'm just a 47 year old mum, you know. I'm not, uh, you know. Uh, yes, I've been a dancer all my life, and I bring all that, you know, with me. But I'm not a 20 something stripper. No. I'm, you know, I'm, I've always come, come from a theatre background, choreographer background, and that's what I do. So I, I try, I treat, I make sure the routines that I teach are accessible for everybody. So at some, you know, with a little bit of gumption, everybody will get the choreography. I will be able to get everybody on stage doing that and looking good. And I'll make sure that the costumes we choose are going to work for all body shapes. And, you know, that people are going to be, you want people to be, seen in the best possible light. So these are cla- to be comfortable. These are classes that you run at mm-hmm. Cardiff Cabaret Club or oh, how, how how do you how so do you reach Cardiff people? Cabaret Club really is, is is the brand and the website. We don't have a venue. We're all over the place. So show-wise we've been at the point, we've been in the hotels, we've been in the coal exchange, we've been in the glee club, we've been all over Cardiff. Um, so we're wherever we are with the shows. And then with the classes, some of the classes in a church hall, some are in the talent shack, some are in chapter. You know, again, we, we, we go wherever um, wherever we need to be. And I teach about seven classes a week. Busy woman. Mm. How did you get involved, Emma, and why? I, right, well, I can't remember, a few years ago, decided, oh, it was my 21st, no, my 18th birthday, and I wanted to do something a bit different. I was still living up in the valleys at the time. Right, we're going to have a night out in Cardiff, what's going on? And there was a burlesque night and we went. They had a live band and some dancers and I loved it. It was such a good night out and sort of went, right, okay, burlesque. Let's look into it, you know, any more shows. And then I found your website and went, right, okay, there's a show coming up next month. Let's go. And seeing the first that first show I went to and seeing everyone sort of 
different shapes, sizes, ages. Abilities, to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> just dancing together and them having the confidence to do that in front of other people. It was just amazing. Because anyone can do burlesque in their bedroom, can't they? Yeah. Oh, so yeah. it has to be a good, it goes back to what you yeah. said earlier, it has to be a good night out and it has to be entertaining, otherwise you're just taking your clothes off, I guess, mm-hmm. and shaking them up, mm-hmm. going, what are you doing? Um, but what made you, Emma, think, I want to be on there, I want to maybe take my clothes off, or, or whatever it is you do, I want to feel differently. Or didn't you want to feel differently? Is it just something that you wanted to do as an alternative, I don't know, to watching the telly or being on the computer? Or, yeah, or what? generally, I'm I'm a bit of a homebird, so I will stay at home. I, you know, I, I tend not to go out that often. And I just, I, I really enjoyed going to shows on a regular basis. And then, I don't know, the, you'd sort of said, oh, there's classes if you want to have a go. I just went, oh, oh, I could, I, I could actually have a go and, and see how, and, you know, I, I don't like the gym, I don't like running, but, oh, actually, going to classes could be fun, it could help me meet new people, um, it would help me sort of get some exercise on a regular basis, and it looks fun. So you go to a class, you go to your first class, um, you, you're there with uh, Fu and your other burly girls, and she says to you, this is going to be the routine. Let's imagine it's bread of heaven, right? And you've got to, you've got to take your clothes off wherever and, and cover yourself up with braces bread. Warburton's or whatever it is. <laughs> How do you get past yourself to feeling that you're capable of doing that, one, for yourself, and two, massively in front of other people? Because I should imagine, correct me if I'm wrong now, fool, because you, you, you've been doing this for a number of years, yeah? That for many people in that audience... There's a great responsibility on your shoulders because I bet you are the only, I would say, maybe, well, you size 16, 18? Uh, 22. I thought so, but I didn't want to say, because I'm a 22, right? That's very but nice. I, I am, I'm full of heart. You will be the only size 22 body, semi-naked or whatever, that they may have ever seen mm. outside of maybe niche pornography, special interests, <laughs> should I say. Do you know what I mean? So that's, that's, that's an incredible burden, isn't it? How do you yep. get to that point, then, when you think, that's going to that's gonna be me? Because I look at you and think, you've got to go on seriously. There's nothing I think that you couldn't do. Oh, you know? No, I mean that. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> no, I, I do mean that, but how do you get to that point? How, how do you help Foo get people like Emma uh, to that point? Emma, you go first. So, for me, I was bricking it walking into Brickin that first it. class. I didn't know anyone. I didn't know what to expect. I was like, oh, God, it's going to be too hard. I'm not going to be able to do it. And, yeah, walking in and sort of seeing yeah. quite a few different body shapes, but generally slimmer. I walked in and thought, oh, Christ, I'm the biggest one here. Great. Yeah. But the the support, and it's just, like you said, it's really inclusive. You know, I think a lot of the girls sort of saw I was there on my own, came over and had a chat. Um, and then with the, with the learning, the choreography, it's a nice you know sort of those beginners classes are really set up nice where we do a few sort of basics which like you said anyone can do what what kind of things did you have to do and what did you wear what did, oh, what did i wear leggings t-shirt yeah and what kind of movements did you have to do there was a bit of um what did we do a purple whale i think a what a purple whale what's a purple whale <laughs> Fool, please explain. Purple whale. So if you go onto our YouTube site, you'll find a myriad of, of routines. And we've got some stock routines that I teach, like purple whale, bumps and grinds. Oh, and, I know that one. Um, yeah. 
supermassive black hole. Bump and There's grow. certain routines, and th these are not striptease. These are literally little cab, you know, quite sort of sexy little cabaret routines, dressed cabaret routines. So they're out there, and they're kind of um, sort of stock routines that I'll teach my beginner groups. We'll also work on a little themed routine, which will go into whichever show, you know, depending on the theme. So, uh, but it's it is kind of slowly, slowly that we. You know, we kind of do our little, it's a dance class, do our little warm-up, do some little bumps, so then we, okay, that's a bump, that's a hit, these are figures of eight, these are circles. What's a blue whale? A blue whale, the blue, purple whale. Sorry, blue, what am I on about? Purple there may whale. Well be, but this is a W-A-I-L. Purple Ooh, whale. Right. Okay. Is, whale. Is, is, is a tune, is, is a piece of music, which we do a choreography to. So you have to do a purple whale. Mm, okay. A choreography to yeah, purple whale. That. But... Right, so you've gone to a class, and did you go to a class thinking, I'm just going to go to a class? Or did you yes. think, ultimately, I'm going to perform this in front of people? No, nope, I went in to do the classes. And I actually did a few sets of classes. And yeah. then when it became time where the choreography piece was turning more into, right, we're going to set it for the Performance. show. That was when I sort of went, okay, enough for me. And oh, then I'd right. sort of go to the next set of classes and get to the same point and go nope again I'm mm. not brave enough to do the show and then it was 2016 May 2016 I did my first show and that was because I'd got to know the girls in my group you felt comfortable and they basically encouraged me to to actually join them getting ready for the show it was in Newbridge Memo I remember it so clear and mm. um, yeah, again, the day of the show came and I went, I was like, why am I here? Why am I doing this? Is it because you didn't feel beautiful or didn't feel capable? Or what, what was holding you back? Because from what I've seen about it, it is completely inclusive. Yeah. And you look at those women on the stage dancing with you and I think to myself, I want to lick their faces. I literally <laughs> wish I had a little inch of what they had. They might be faking it until they make it, don't get me wrong. But... Yeah. To do that, to have that confidence, and to look, let's be honest, bloody sexy doing it, you know. How do you get that point? How do you get from bricking it to going, I got it going on. And I can stand up there with any of the things, and I can look as yeah. if I'm, I'm it. It got to the point where we were just getting ready to go on, and one of the girls said to me, she went, right, you know the choreography, we've been doing it for weeks, mm. your body will remember it. Just focus on breathing, and that was Kelly. <laughs> and yeah, it just we had a little sort of powwow, really supportive. And I just went, actually, yeah, nope, it's too late to change my mind now, anyway, mm. because okay. it's been set. I've got to do it. Whether what, you, what was your what was your costume? Uh, what were we wearing? Uh, bras, high pants, um, and we had the scarf. The scarf. You had an underbust, I think, didn't scarves, you? Yes. And where do you get the costumes also. from? Because if, if you've got Everywhere. people ranging from your size food to, to, to your yeah. size, and so what, size 6, 8 to oh, 22? Yeah. All right, then, 10, you lumper. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if you've got people, you know, that, that whole range, well, yeah. how do you... How do you... Um, how do you dress people? What I normally do is, is we... Is occasionally, we'll do something and we'll actually all find the same 
costume, the same dress, like when we did Lollipop, I think we all managed to have the same Lollipop dress and found this great oh, web. Please tell me it was like Shirley Temple. It was very Oh, Shirley what was Temple. it? Do you have a big, like little, like grown up kid dress? It was, yeah, it's a little skater dress with sort of frilly pants and oh, um, little lacy socks. It was a little quite dodgy. Um, but we managed to find a website that, you know, they, they had sort of sizes from like six to sort of, you know, 20, whatever. So there was, that was great. And then everybody was able to have the same. A lot of the time it's just saying, okay, for this routine, it's going to be, we're all going to be wearing reds, um, reds and blacks. And it's going to be basically like, you know, frilly pants, um, an underbus corset if you want, and, you know, and, and a bra. But we'll just sometimes, we'll just link it together with the colour. Um, or it might, this routine is all going to be purple, gold and black. And if I sort of give them an idea of the type of co clothes, the type of costume they're wearing, then they can find one that fits them, looks good on them, and then they can embellish it, put some fringing on, put, you know, gemstones on it. And, and so that's kind of how we do it. Yeah. Because you have to start with clothes, don't you? I guess, and work back, because you're taking off. You're taking off. Though with, to be honest, with the beginner routines, it's much more about getting people on stage and confident so it's often more, to, you know, if they learn their little choreography, there might be like a glove peel, and maybe if they're doing a reveal, then there's kind of a bra reveal, you know, you're taking the bra off, or you might be wriggling out of a little skirt, but that's as technical as it goes. You're not getting out of a caterpillar <laughs> and then having to work out where your light-up switch are for or your Or where wings, your loaf of bread is. You know, or where your yes, loaf of bread yes. is. So it's, it's not as technical. So how it kind of works at kind of Cabaret Club is people come, they do the beginner's courses, they get onto stage, and then... Like I said, again, slowly, that gets them confidence. To be honest, the support that the girls give yeah. each other Cabaret is family. massive. It is. It it's, is it's like massive. a second family. Because I, I honestly feel I don't have to sell it because it's, it was as soon as they walk into that room, the other girls yeah. do my job. They put everybody at ease. You know, I can say, oh, don't worry, you'll be fine, you'll be fine. They're like, yeah, you're taking the money. Of course you're going to say that. But actually, it's the, it's the community that's, yeah. that we've managed to create which keeps it going. I know you're taking the money, but I believe you because I've looked at your website and I've looked at lots of videos that you've made and I was completely sold. I, I just thought that the people I saw on there were just inspirational. No mm. bullshit. Mm. I thought they were fabulous. And I thought what, what you do is amazing because you, you're not saying, come to me, learn how to dance, learn how to take a glove off sexily or take off your frilly knickers or whatever it is. You're not saying, you do that, you're going to lose weight. What you're saying is, you do that, you'll, you'll meet loads of like-minded people who will be supportive because everyone's got their shit, haven't they? Yeah. Everyone's got Everybody's their thing. Got their everyone's shit. got the Everybody's hole in the head. Yeah. Yeah. over something like mine is about size or mm -hmm. self-esteem or wherever mm -hmm. it is but you're saying this is going to help you feel better because you will feel completely capable because you will be doing something in front of other people that's going to scare the shit out of you and that will empower you not going to lose weight and that doesn't matter no. at all so it's about mental health for you i would it's say about definitely about mental health, health. health yeah mental health definitely yeah. um i mean i think a lot of the girls they come they know they're going to be on stage they maybe make maybe make different decisions about mm. their lifestyle and actually lo and behold they do lose weight well that's, that's you know, a lovely side and which if that happens yes. and that's great but that's not that's not I mean I don't this is not a fitness class this is not a, a weight loss program at all this no. is that's nowhere this is much more about it's an inclusive a community program. and a community. you know and and trying to put something out there that I really is trying to build a community that I wish was in Cardiff when I moved to Cardiff. I moved to Cardiff sort of 20 years ago and really wanted to be involved in something like this, but there wasn't, you know, there was nowhere to go. 
there was, you know, I was musical theatre trained and, you know, I wanted to do that type of, you know, and I did a lot of floor shows and a lot of work abroad, working as a sort of a showgirl. And then it's like, wow, feels like that had to completely stop. And then what's nice, to trying to create this ecosystem around me and, and for all the girls. And that's what's given us, you know, it's been 10 years now. So cool. that's what's given us the longevity, is that's the a, community. That's a lot of glitter. It's an awful In lot of glitter. In 10 years, isn't it? Are you still doing it, Emma? Yes. Emma's now a soloist. Hello. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, I, come on. I would never have thought I'd have got to that point, but last year, I again, it was May. There's something good for me about okay. May. Last year, I oh, but did it's May now. What's going on? Right. I know. What well, you, tell us about your your solo then. So, and what's the feeling like? And what do you do? Spill your guts, it man. It's absolutely amazing. <laughs> I'm I'm a massive. Um, I'm a bit of a cat lady. Yes, I've seen that on your Facebook page. Yeah, me gosh, too. He's been stalking yeah, me. Yeah, of course yeah. I have. <laughs> I was like a rat of a drain pipe. Yeah. So, I was just chatting with one of my friends, and I was like, "Oh, yeah, I think I'm ready. I think I'm good to." Ready for the limelight. Yeah. Um, and we were, I can't remember how it came about, but she sort of went, oh, there's this fab song that they cut from the Alice in Wonderland movie that the Cheshire Cat sings. And she put it on and it's very sort of bouncy and energetic and quite a happy, a uh, bit quirky. And went, oh, yes, I need to use that. I'll make it quite sort of loud. Um, so, yeah, my solo routine is I'm mad. Mm. It's a character piece so I come on stage as the Cheshire Cat from Alice in Wonderland. Do you wear false ears? I've got false ears, I've got a big fluffy a tail. tail. I've got, oh, love, yeah. Um, yes. it's, but it's a sexy performance. Um, I, I don't know if I'd say it was sexy. Actually you made me add a sexy bit in at the end. What, what was it? What was the sexy bit? Yeah so I come on hidden behind these fans so the idea was it's quite playful. Um, I'm hiding behind the fans and peeping out and there's a little bit of a fan dance at the beginning. They go down and then it sort of turns into more of a dance piece where I think I've got gloves, a corset, bra, You've it all comes off. You've got the lovely rip-off skirt, haven't you? The yeah. pants come off. I'm a massive fan of the crafting and embellishing and costuming, so I made a skirt with sort of panels that come off, wave those around a little bit. And then, yeah, Steph sort of said, oh, it's kind of missing something. You need to sort of maybe add a little bit of sexiness to it. So at the end, then the fans come back up and there's a bit of a sexy fan dance. Do you feel, do you feel um, that you have to be sexy on stage? Or do you feel any kind of responsibility for that? Or does it make you feel sexy or it empowered? May, what, it what is it? It makes me feel so many different things, but I think the key thing is they're all positive things. So yeah. I feel less inhibited by my size because I know I can do these things that I never in a million years thought I would have been able to. Um, so yeah, empowered. I remember when I'm on stage, I actually remember how I felt sitting in the audience. And I just think to myself, if, if I'm making someone in the audience sort of feel as if they can sort of come forward and come to a class, then that's what I want, really. I want other people to be able to go from feeling, you know, too big to do anything sort of powerful like that to actually, yeah, embracing it. There was someone on your website, which I, which I thought really summed it up perfectly for, and uh, someone was saying, if you're an exhibitionist, it's perfect for you. If you're not an exhibitionist, it's perfect for you. Yeah. 
if you feel, I love this bit, if you feel too fat or too thin or told you are too something, it doesn't matter what it is, or not enough of something, this is where you should yeah. be. Yeah. And really what yeah. you've, you two have said is that maybe it is where you should be. But God yeah. bloody hell, you were brave, man. <laughs> wow. Do you feel brave? Lots of people keep saying to me, oh, you're so brave. I wish I could do this. But you, what you're saying is, and with my, whose help, you can't, anyone yeah, can do it. That's always my response is, you can do it. Come to a class. Do you have to do any kind of um, counselling food to encourage people <laughs> to do it? Are you like an agony aunt, but with nipple tassels? Um, there is quite a lot of... Um, I can't do it for, I can't, I'm Well, I would say there's quite a lot of management, I would say, that goes on in the group. Um, As you can, you know, there's quite a lot of insecurities and and, um, sort of issues that that happen. And so you do have to manage that. You'd have to manage the dynamics of the group to make sure that, you know, everybody is comfortable because inevitably you get super confident people coming along and wanting to be the big I am and then you get you know people who are kind of working through other stuff and I need to make sure that everybody everybody's coming out with a positive outcome and and so I do you know I'm I'm kind of aware of my role in that so I will just kind of monitor what's going on there is a lot of um yeah it's 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 this kind of uh, people being underconfident not not you know, hiding their light under a bushel and feeling that they can't do it. And so it's trying to get that, you know, out of the way. And actually, you know, yes, actually, you can do this. You know, it's, it's, it's all, you know, you, you, you know, you've got as much right to be on that stage as anyone else. Um, so, yeah, there is, there, is, there is a little bit of sort of counselling. Yeah, definitely. Probably, probably most weeks I, I get a few sort of private messages saying, I'm really sorry I wasn't at class, but this happened. Or um, do you think I might be able to do this one day? You know, there is there is that. And then, as Emma was just explaining with her solo, you know, alongside the classes, I always have like feedback sessions where people who then want to come and do a solo in the show, they come and do a feedback session with me, and I will help direct and develop their acts ready, you know, for for the stage if that's what they want to do. But a lot of people come to my classes with no you know, with no ambition to become soloist. They just really enjoy being yeah. in the class and being in the group routine. Yeah, that was me. I'm, I'm very much a... I, I just tend to approach most things with the attitude of, oh, I'll see how it goes. And that turned into doing a solo, you know. So it's just surprising once you open the door to something what it can actually lead to. What? How does it make you feel though when you do it? When you when you know I can understand the nervousness before you go yeah. on. Maybe you're bricking it definition, and then you're doing it, and then then after it. I mean, how how has it changed your life? That's a big question. Like Oprah Winfrey, me and I from the valleys. Well, I mean, how has it? I need the tissues now. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, beforehand it's just nerves and usually backstage is such a really good atmosphere because everyone will be rooting for you and then there's that moment when you're just about to go on and you're like right and that's when I take the the breath and concentrate on the breathing and on stage and once you're there I don't know if we're just really lucky in Cardiff but the audiences that we get are just really up for it and they're cheering and you know, they're clapping and whooping and that's for you. Especially when doing a solo yeah. routine. I'm like, oh God, this is this is all for me. And it just makes you feel really amazing. And yeah, I just carry on with the routine that gets me through. 
And afterwards, I'm, I, all, I always end up shaking, not because I'm nervous anymore, but the, the adrenaline, adrenaline is amazing. And after that first group show, because we're going, oh, how, how did you go? How do you feel? I was like, I'm amazing. I can't I'm stop amazing. shaking. Oh. I can't stop shaking. I can't believe I did this. And, and I was like, oh, I want to do it again. And that's what it is. It's, you know, I wouldn't say like I'm addicted to it, but it does that make feeling you, is you, worth I, it you want that it. feeling. Because I don't think anything has ever made me feel like that before. But when your feathers go down yeah. and your frilly pants come off and your belly warmers come back on, <laughs> right? Does it... Does it still continue to lift you? Yeah. So Definitely. outside of the spotlight, you think yeah. differently about your body, yourself, your what you're capable of? My body, definitely. I, God, up until recently, I, as a teenager especially, I hated looking in the mirror. I'd never look at myself full body length. Definitely. Yeah, I know what you mean. Definitely, if I looked in the mirror, I had to be clothed. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, I'll sort of, walk around the house I'll you know our bathroom's downstairs I'll get out the shower I'll dry off I'll walk from the bathroom upstairs to the bedroom that's, that's big though yeah, I, I, I understand that that's that, that's a big achievement yeah it's just it's definitely helped me feel more comfortable with my own body and alongside this you know I'm sort of trying to get a bit healthier and I say this to people all the time and they go oh you know you've lost weight I'm like oh that's really nice of you to say but I'm not necessarily looking to lose loads of weight because I now feel like I'm in a place where I'm comfortable with my body, but I just want to be a bit healthier. Yeah. Because obviously, you know, I've been in class. Oh my god, I sweat so sweat much. Like yeah. And even just walking over here today, you know, carrying bags, rushing, mm. sweating, and I hate that feeling of feeling like going up the flight of stairs is gonna like. Oh yes. Yeah, the thing is though, am I right? People don't know what you can do with some feathers, even if you're sweating like a pig. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? And a pair of cat ears. But you must get that all the time then through people, you know, what what Emma is saying there, regardless of their size, regardless of their age, they feel different. Yeah. And what's lovely is I get feedback from um, people's partners and husbands and, you know, friends, family members saying, Oh, thank you so much for doing this for you know, whoever she has, you know, really come yeah. out of herself or, you know, she's just having a time for life because now she's got so much many more friends and, you know, there's, and that's, that's what does it for me. That's what keeps me going. And actually, you know, <laughs> there's my mental health as well. And actually, you know, forget, yeah, we forget yeah, about you. You know, what, what you get being from with, with those, you know, They give me energy and they yeah. give me this amazing kind of optimism and happiness because they're, they're you know, they're fantastic and what they do for each other and the support that they give to each other as a network is just you know wonderful and it's wonderful to see and know you know when I see these little you know friendship things happening on Facebook and people go and I think oh those people only know each other because of kind of cabaret club these people only know each other this person who's taking her to chemo they only know each other because they came to class this person who's looking after her dog they only know each other because you know and there's all that which I just think is, is, is this networking. And I think sometimes, especially in this society, we've got so, so we're all in our own little silos and all sort of looking out of our, you know, and actually it's lovely to get everybody together. And, you know, there's kind of, we all have a general kind of interest in burlesque, interest in performance. And people go and support each other. If mm. people are doing shows in the rest of the UK, yeah. people like do little road trips down to visit each, so yeah. you know, support them in other shows. Yeah, which is really nice. Which is really lovely. I mean, I don't know anywhere else in, there's lots of burlesque, classes happening but I don't know anywhere else in Britain which has got this kind of community if someone wants to join a class 
or be part of the community or, or see Emma dance or see you through with your bread um, and your baps. Uh, how do they find out more? Have you just gone to the Cardiff Cabaret Club website? So, which is www.cardiffcabaretclub.com, and that's got all the current classes, the current shows, um, are all on the website. And then obviously we've got you know social media presence as well. Well, honestly, speaking as someone who's a little bit inhibited. I, I'm almost considering it. I really am. And Come I'd like along. to see you cat dance. You deserve for the medal the size of a frying pan. Thank you very much. Pleasure.